and more radio. Like touch my shoulder, it would touch my hair. Starts now. And I said, what the hell is that? And more radio starts now. And welcome to another episode of Spirits and More Radio. We'll be talking about the Jersey Devil today. Along with uh, the guys from Nightmare 365, making a return to Spirits and More Radio. And uh, we'll go from there. Turn down the lights. If you dare. Spirits and More Radio. And I'm your host, Steve Rowan. And uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about the Jersey Devil. Uh, But before we do that, I just want to remind you, if you're listening to this uh, somehow through one of the streaming podcast apps, go ahead and hit subscribe. Uh, We've sort of looked at our stats and realized there's a big chunk of people who listen to the show, but they're they're not subscribed. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. Uh, We do the shows periodically, so it's not really a set schedule. But uh, we're going to be doing more because it's uh, we're getting into fall and this is the time of year when people start to think about Halloween and and spooky things like that so of course that's what we try and cover on this show uh, everything from vampires to um, well we haven't even done a Bigfoot show but I guess Bigfoot's in the queue right uh, he's not even really Halloween so we'll do that in January <laughs> but anyway uh, Jersey Devil if you guys haven't heard of this it's um, it's this, uh, myth, well, some people call it a mythical creature, but maybe it's real. Uh, I wanted to talk about the Jersey Devil, but I've never been to New Jersey, so I figured it would be best if we got a couple guys that have been on the show before that love this stuff to talk about uh, the Jersey Devil and what it was like growing up uh, around there. So welcome to the show, Matt and his brother, G Money. I'm going to call you G Money, all right, G? <laughs> I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> What's up? Hey, welcome back to the show. So it's, you know, it's almost been a year since we did the last show. Is that right? Yeah, we've only been oh, on sure. the year for the show. We've been doing the show for a year. So, right? Because we started in September. So like September, yeah, mid-September. Mid- so it's been a year for us. Shit. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Because yeah. before that, you did the Nightmare 365 solo, right? I did, yeah, Matt. Yeah. I was just uh, interviewing some guests about, like, haunted attractions like the paranormal you know people that wrote books about this stuff but it was it was really tough to get guests on i'm I'm sure you know by doing your show yeah yeah so um well you know what like i said i've never been to new jersey so we're going to rely the audience we're just we're going to assume no everyone listening doesn't know much about jersey devil so we're going to rely on you guys to sort of like clue us in on on the whole thing what the creature is uh, you know, when you first heard about it, stuff like that. So why don't we just go to the very beginning, man? Let's go back to when you guys were kids. You know, it's like Halloween time. You know, uh, are people, do people talk about the Jersey Devil? Is it something the kids on the playground talk about? You know, when did you guys first hear about it? Oh, yeah, here in New Jersey. I mean, we have a hockey team name, the New Jersey Devils. Yeah, and that's where the name came from. That's true. They took a vote on it. So obviously, you know, people, it's a, in the lore 
in here in New Jersey. Yeah, it started off in 1735. Yeah, it did. And wow. I mean, when we were kids, I mean, I wouldn't say, you know, everybody talked about it all the time, but it was something that would be brought up, you know, during Halloween, like there are uh, different haunted attractions. You'd always see like the Jersey Devil haunted attraction or Leeds Devil, things like that around. And people would talk about it, especially around this time of year. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the main um, haunted spookinesses about New Jersey, I would say. Yeah, it's, it's, where it's like our claim to fame. And it is our, you know, I guess unofficial cryptoid, you know. And most people get it um, interconnected or, you know, they think the, the devil's tree here in New Jersey is... Yeah, where the New Jersey Devil came from. Yeah, that's a whole nother. But that's a local, whole nother topic. Local oh. legend. So you're saying in 1735 you guys had a hockey team, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And they all voted on calling it the Jersey Devil. No. So in the 1700s. So so describe to us, you know, for those who don't know the geography of the area, um, where was this thing first spotted that long ago? It's it's documented in some newspapers, I'd imagine. Well, when most people think of New Jersey, right, they think of up by New York City, like big congested cities, you know, tons of people. What most people don't realize is South Jersey, where the New Jersey Devil is from, is like the Pine Barrens. And it's it's really like wooded, desolate, like not populated. Yeah, marshland. I mean, think about if you've ever been down to Atlantic City. I mean, most people are familiar with that down in South Jersey. Um, and that's kind of right where Leeds Point would be, and that's where it really originated from, right in Leeds Point. Okay, so real close to Atlantic City, if anyone's been there. Very close to Atlantic City. So if, if anybody's driven down on the you know Garden State Parkway in New Jersey, you would see on both sides pretty much either you would see just pine woods, yeah, and then on the other side it would just be marsh. So is it a like a very dense, thick forest of pine trees? Is that what it, it is? is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, there's been. There's a what is that show? You, uh, you ever uh, you ever watched The Sopranos TV show? A couple times. Uh, so they did an episode. It was like called like the Pine Barrens, and they got lost down there because it's so it's it's wilderness. Okay. It is. So is there camping out there? Have you guys been camping down that way? There's tons. Uh, yeah, I was actually just uh, recently in, I guess, the beginning of September at a blueberry festival down there, and they and it's kind of funny because a lot of the stuff is blueberry and then Jersey Devil. Like there was <laughs> this big cutout where you could put your face in the cutout of the Jersey Devil. So it's stuff like that, and, yeah. and people really in you know South Jersey especially really play up the Jersey Devil. Well, yeah, it was originally called the Leeds Devil. Yeah. Um, because of how like the actual story got started and you man would know better than me i mean you're the cryptid you you love this stuff too man i do but <laughs> yeah i'm sure everybody heard the story you know like the 13 child of mother leads you know she was like if i have another child curse it make it be the devil and then a lot of people really think there's a couple different theories on it either it was just a child that was born um kind of out of wedlock uh, a child born with like some type of deformity and they kind of kept it hidden. And then there's a lot of other people that just really believe in the local legend where Mrs. Leeds gave birth. And then all of a sudden this little child morphed into this kind of kangaroo looking horse. horse. 
that yeah. kind of thing and flew off into the night. Yeah, I was going to say, um, you know, when I looked at some of the artwork and the drawings that people have put together about the Jersey Devil, I mean, I look at the thing and it, first of all, it doesn't look like a devil. It's this idea of a horse head. And like you said, sort of a kangaroo body, but it flies, right? Or Correct. It, it does. Okay. So it looks, I mean, it looks kind of dopey in a way, doesn't it? It's kind of <laughs> kind it of really a funny does. looking thing. It's not, it's not really yeah, like, it's like uh, a, yeah, it's not your... Yeah, you know, normal devil with horns type deal that you would think of. Yeah, and yeah, there's there's tons of pictures on it, and I would say the best you know description of it if you actually go to weirdnewjersey.com because we have our local state you know weird magazine of all things cryptid paranormal, so you could check them out too. Yeah, Give them a little plug. Yeah, yeah. If there's photos in there, that'd be cool. But obviously, so this thing started a long time ago, but for you guys growing up as kids, so it was just sort of a, I mean, is that the kind is it, is it one of those things where, you know, you guys really believe like, man, there's this thing out there in the woods. I mean, it was well, like people that? still, people still see, uh, say that they see it. Like, I think, um, only a couple of years ago was a sighting um, and it's not just in South Jersey, it's in North Jersey that people report seeing New Jersey devil like fly around. Okay. Okay. So even up like in the city, in the, in the dense urban area, you're saying there is, uh, some, some sightings up that way. Is that right? Yeah. Well, most people don't know about like the state itself. If you go in really, if you break it up into uh, three sections, the middle section with, you know, like central Jersey or like the middle corridor is really very populated and everybody heads to the city for work, right? The further you get up in New Jersey, it's really, again, wilderness, just mountains. You know, part of the Appalachian Trail runs through New Jersey. So it's a dense forest up North Jersey where a lot of bears live. Hmm. And then South Jersey is very sandy, you know, the, the pines. And uh, it's I would say it's more dry, but then you have a lot of marsh, you know, where you know, like I said, the blueberries, people grow blueberries and cranberries. And it was really one of the big states here that um, started, originated with like kind of blueberry. Oh, yeah. Hence the name, uh, the Garden State. Yeah. Which right. most people don't think of, like Greg was saying before, you know, where most people get off if they flew into Newark. I mean, all they're going to see is oil refineries, a big turnpike, and then you'll see the city. Yeah. And it's nothing else. Yeah, so, I mean, people still claim to see it to this day. Um, and when we did a, our show about it, like, we talked about how it could be misidentified as, um, like, again, he was saying, like, marshlands down there. There's a big crane that lives, that's native to, the, you know, South Jersey. And if you kind of put up that crane next to um, the Jersey Devil, what it looks like in weird New Jersey... It's very similar. Huh. It is. So you're saying like if this thing was seen at night, it, you could see that someone would make the mistake and, and mistake this bird for something else. Yeah, because uh, this crane has a, a like wingspan of almost six feet across. So, I mean, that's a pretty big, you know, thing flying around. At yeah. Night. Yeah, almost the size of a pterodactyl, huh? Yeah, and there was a... Um, I forget the year, um, maybe Matt had pulled up, but a guy who was, who was living in South Jersey was a farmer, um, heard like a, almost like a big commotion on his, 
his roof at night. And when he went out to go see what it was, he described what looked like the Jersey Devil on his roof and then flew away. Huh. How, when was that? When did that happen? Well, there's a lot of reports dating back, like we were saying, when it originated in 1735. And right, even the, in like, the Pennsylvania Gazette, that was much later on. That was in um, right before the 1800s, like oh, 1759. Okay. Yeah. And okay. then even, even later on in, um, was it 18 or 1915 or something like that, that was when a lot of people you know, started seeing it. And that's really later on when it started to be known as the Jersey Devil. Because before it was really just when it first started, it was just known as the Leeds Devil, and then just like any good legend or myth, it starts to spread and kind of take on its own, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it it gets bigger. What is the what? What do you guys uh, do? You well, you said you were there for the Blueberry Festival. Did, you were there just recently. Yeah, in the beginning of September. So I mean, did you look for the thing? Oh man, we're, we we wanted to do. I guess we never do, but uh, we always say we're going to go down there. But I've been on tons of hikes down there, and I'm always, you know, trying to keep my eye open for it. Yeah, I've never seen it anything though. Huh. I would like to. How, do you guys know anyone who's ever seen it? I wouldn't say personally. We had a, uh, you know, some people write into the show and say, you know, they saw something. You know, we, you know, hear stuff in magazines and stuff, or it's almost like a, a third person, like, oh, my buddy's seen it. You know, like when you go down there and you talk to people, because I'm always, I'm that kind of guy that's curious. So I'll go down there when I was down there at the Blueberry Festival, kind of ask, have you guys really seen the Jersey Devil? Yeah, my grandfather, back in the day, you know, he saw him right in this very woods here. <laughs> and then, and how many blueberry uh, pies would you like to buy, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, they had these great blueberry uh, donuts. Got to give them credit for that. Right, right. That'd be cool. I mean, they, that'd be cool if they had a Jersey Devil like fly over, you know, on a cable throwing out blueberry muffins or something to everybody. That would be good. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> it sounds like it's, you know, it sounds like the people down there really uh, play up to it. You know, oh, they do. They embrace it for sure. Yeah. You know, like, what, well, one of like the later sightings um, happened in the late '90s. Actually, like a park ranger um, down in that area claimed that he saw. Um, like a six foot tall creature with horns fly across his car. Um, like when he was driving on the highway. So like, that's like the latest sighting, like 1993. Okay. So, well, yeah, people always report it too. Cause there's a, a magazine, like we said, weird New Jersey that comes out every six months and they'll always have local stories. Like at the beginning of the magazine, you'll see like local people just write in and say like, Oh, recently I saw Bigfoot or recently I saw a ghost. And there's always one that you'll find in the, in the magazine that says I saw the Jersey devil recently. And they were not talking about that biker in that biking that's over on the South side of the city. <laughs> no, we're not talking about that. <laughs> not that guy. Not, not that, that guy. Not that Jersey devil. <laughs> not that devil. Hey, so, um, you know, the, the question is, is, uh, are you guys, you know, are you guys going to go out there and camp and do, you guys should go out there and do an investigation. You know, everybody on the Pacific Northwest, you know, you got all these Bigfoot hunters, but it doesn't sound like there's teams of people looking for the Jersey devil. No, there's really not much. I mean, yeah, that's kind of interesting. No, there's not. We should, we should go out there camping. I mean, now it's getting a little chilly here in 
New Jersey, the Great Garden State. It's been a rainy day, about 60 degrees. But I would definitely like to do that because I think that would be a cool thing to put up on our channel. Yeah. I mean, there, there's Bigfoot sightings all around the state. Matt's real big into Bigfoot. Bigfoot. I am big into Bigfoot. <laughs> well, the thing about the Jersey Devil is um, it's never attacked anybody, right? I mean, like you hear about some of these other, uh, you know, I think Bigfoot has attacked somebody, they said, and uh, the, the Mothman flies around. I wonder what kind of like possibility is that people are seeing the Jersey devil, but that's really the Mothman, sort of this like humanoid flying thing. Oh, we never talked about that. That'd be interesting. Uh, yeah. That's, a, that's, that's an interesting concept. Cause the Mothman yeah, was recently being, you know, showing up all over Chicago is what I heard. I heard that. I heard actually a re, you know, a sighting too. I think I was watching a YouTube video where somebody talked about that. Yeah. So is the Jersey Devil like? Um, have you got? Neither of you guys have been the Jersey Devil for Halloween. No, we haven't. I mean, I was a devil for Halloween once, <laughs> but not the Jersey Devil. <laughs> well, wait, you were in Jersey, so you probably could have been the Jersey Devil. <laughs> I guess. You, yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, I had the horns and you know the cape and everything. Well, this got him on a technicality. God, this thing with this being a horse head. I mean, if you guys haven't seen this thing, it's like it's a horse head that goes down onto this body. And like you guys said, sort of a kangaroo body, like bottom heavy with these wings. It doesn't even look like something that could fly. You know, if you look at it, it doesn't, I, I growing up, to be honest, when I, when I saw this, you know, you see Bigfoot, it's all muscular and, you know, it looks, you know, really scary, but then you see the Jersey devil and you're like, really, this is the best we got. This is it. This is what we come up with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, this is hey, what well, people go, are saying. It goes so far back, though, you know. It does, and and I mean, it was some. They did write about this. I mean, people could look it up as an actual account, actually, in Benjamin Franklin's Pennsylvania Gazette. Yeah, news article yeah. where it was nationwide. They spread this magazine or you know newspaper all over the place, and they talked about the Leeds Devil in the paper. Yeah, that's the thing. When they start to when it starts to get published in mainstream media, you know, that's when I think people take note. But um, you know, sometimes you know it can be taken as sort of silly, just you know, filling some some space on the pages. But um, yeah, that's that's you know, when I've seen stuff like that before, as far as you know, seeing things in mainstream media, and it's you know, it grabs your attention, and then other people start to write in and say, "Oh, I've seen that thing too." You know? Yeah, we always talk about that, like. Let's say something is like real. Let's say the Jersey Devil did exist at one time. Let's say it was just like a like a creature that was, you know, genetically like or two creatures came and like mated and you know created this monster. And then it was actually a real thing, but people kept kept it going by like fabricating stories about it. Like we always talk about that that, you know, UFO sightings. Like, "Oh, I've seen I've seen something in the sky. It's a UFO." You know, and they embellish these stories. So I, maybe a lot of the stories I think are that. Ah, I see. Yeah. The X-Files I, didn't help either. Right, right. No. Like sort of mass hysteria, right? Like, oh, I saw something. And then anything that could be strange is all of a sudden the Jersey Devil. Yeah, we talk about that a lot with like people seeing ghosts or yeah, thinking their house is haunted, you know. Uh, board creaks or a pipe, you know, shakes that they think their house is haunted because they want it to be. Yeah. 
Well, that's Steve, were you were you a big fan of X Files? Um, no, no, I'm not. I've watched I've watched what? some of them a long time ago, but no, yeah, I don't watch their, a lot of fifth, TV. Their fifth episode was actually on the Jersey Devil. They oh, had okay. a, a unique twist to it, but nevertheless, it wasn't the horse faced. Oh, know, well, it wasn't the horse that way. <laughs> now it was it was some some actual human being that was living in the woods. Well, see, that's more believable though, to me, than the actual creature itself. Yeah, than the creature itself. Like, I'm sure back in the day, you know, Mrs. Lee's didn't want to take care of a 13th kid, especially if I, if I was at a wedlock and it was deformed, right? So they let this thing go out on its own. They could have, and a lot of people have said she did practice witchcraft. Yeah, that's another thing. So that's another theory. Well, it could it be also witch. or that they, you know. Because she supposedly practiced witchcraft that, you know, um, they were out to get her to start stories and rumors about her. It's true. So, you know, I was, it's funny. I was, I was just at, uh, out here in California in Los Angeles. If you guys have heard of it, there's a place called the La Brea Tar Pits. And it's this, um, spot right in the middle of the city where tar comes out of the ground. And, uh, they've pulled up, I think over a million bones out of these tar pits from uh, all kinds of animals, uh, saber-toothed tigers, mammoth, elephants, uh, you know, birds, of course, and all these different types of animals that have gotten stuck in this thing. And they pull the bones out. But what's interesting is, oh, of the millions of bones and animals they've pulled out of these tar pits, they've identified all of them. There's nothing like, oh, what is this bone? You know, what kind of animal is this? So it's kind of, uh, I was thinking about that today when I was there because, um, you know, we were going to be talking about the Jersey Devil and some of these other, you know, cryptoid type, you know, Bigfoot and stuff like that. And it's like, you would think that if these other creatures had existed, that they would be, you know, fossils of them would be found as well. But there are none. True. Maybe it, like I said, one of my theories lives in a cave. Yeah. Matt's big theory is Bigfoot. UFOs, the Jersey Devil. Not UFOs. And they all live in caves. I just said Bigfoot. I threw out that theory. So maybe that's why we haven't found it. Because he lives that, in he because he lives in a cave? Yeah, yeah. Bigfoot. Oh. Deep underground. Ah, okay. But There's he does no way come that's up. True. He comes up though and people see him. He does. <laughs> you know yeah. well the other thing too with trail cams and all this sort of thing that people have now the technology to you know, you don't have to wonder. I mean, you can go put, you know, several cameras out in these areas and, you know, you can put thermal imaging cameras. You could fly over in a helicopter. You know, you could do all kinds of stuff to see, to find, you know, if Bigfoot's in this area, he's going to give off a heat signature, you know, or the Jersey Devil, right? So if you fly over in a helicopter with the thermal imaging camera, you would see him if he's out there, you know, even if he's sleeping. So funny you should mention that. Um, you ever watch the show Destination Truth or I, Expedition Unknown with Josh Gates? Yes, I've seen those shows. He just said he wasn't a big TV guy. Oh, I'm just saying, maybe, maybe you saw that. I've seen a couple, yeah. So he did an well, like it was a half episode on the Jersey Devil, and he actually used a thermal imaging camera over the Pine Barrens. Okay, and so. he caught something that was like a, a big mass flying from tree to tree down in the Pine Barrens that they couldn't explain. Huh. 
like maybe an ar- like, that- like an orangutan would fly between trees, right? <laughs> um, like it it flew like you know a couple hundred yards like each time it, it would go. Ah, okay. Well, see, here's the thing too. Like you were saying, getting back to your point, like why did you know with all this technology? Same thing with Bigfoot or the Jersey Devil. Like the Pine Barrens itself is 1.1 million acres of land, and most people don't think of like how vast and big that really is. I mean, there's a lot of people think New Jersey just you know refineries, parkways, turnpikes, like part of the city, and one million acres. Yeah, when you go down south, there's nothing. I mean, I don't know how long it would take to hike 1.1 million acres, but uh, it might take a little. A little bit of time, maybe a couple of years. Yeah. But you, you know, the thing is, is that like, you know, we have, I mean, I can sort of relate. We have, you know, huge, vast deserts, you know, out here. But one, one thing that I do notice is, you know, even I've spent some time out in remote areas camping and things like that. And <clears throat> people are everywhere, you know, people get everywhere. I mean, I find bullet casings and evidence of people all over the place where you would think, damn, there's nobody's been out here before, but yet, you know, people scour the earth. I mean, you think about out here in the West, the gold miners, you know, you think about how did they find this gold mine on the side of this hill way back in some Canyon? I mean, they just didn't go to that one spot and there it was, they had to scour miles and miles of Hills, you know, and look, no, look for evidence. So, you know, I mean, I think it's really hard to hide from people, even in big spaces like that. I would think that, you know, uh, like people talk about with Bigfoot, obviously the Jersey Devil doesn't leave a signature like a footprint, you know, but animal, I mean, th- you know, if it was from the 1700s and people are still seeing it today, you know, obviously the thing's breeding, there's more than one. It doesn't, it's not some animal that can live for couple hundred years you know so sure. so if it's breeding i mean where where are the where's the evidence of the bones from the ones that have passed before because you know obviously True skeptic right here <laughs> well i like it and i wouldn't say skeptic i would just say you know hey explain explain that you know like where where are the bones you know i mean that's what i'm saying well, at the tar pits you know we've got evidence of animals that we never even met you know so no. We're the same way. I mean, we try to, you know, look at the facts, what's in front of us, and we're, we always try to break it down. Like, yeah, there's, Logically, yeah. there's millions of acres. We've never seen it. we never really come in contact with people that come and, you know, see it on a daily basis. And that's like another thing that we talk about, too, on the show is let's say we did encounter like a Bigfoot, Jersey Devil, UFO, anything. And even if we got it on video, like how believable is that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Would you believe us? You know, because so, like we break down some like videos where people like claim that they capture stuff or claim that they saw stuff. And like how how believable even is that video? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I have a personal example. So I'll tell you guys, I'm, and I've tossed this around on my show. You may have seen it or, or heard it at one point. But um, my sister. So this was years ago. This is probably like five years ago. My sister had her kids at the community pool, the apartment complex she lived at, and she sent me this video, and she was sort of freaking out. She sent a text message, you know, oh, my God, check this video out, and I listened, or it wasn't a video. Yeah, it was a video, So it's because it's my niece jumping in the pool. It was like the first time she jumped into the pool, and um, there's no one else at the pool, 
but you hear like this creepy laugh. So she jumps in the pool and as she hits the water, you hear like a woman laughing. It almost sounds like the, just the classic, like large fat woman laugh of like an opera singer, you know, like you hear a laugh like that. And then you hear a groan. There's a man, a male groan afterwards. And she sent that video. She sent the video to me and I was like, are you messing with me? You know, I'm thinking about it, but my sister, I know her and she has no technical capability to like go add the audio over it, you know? Um, so what I did just to make sure, because I didn't want to say, you know, Hey, this is authentic, you know, if somehow some way she faked it, which highly unlikely. So uh-huh. I had the original file video file that she emailed to me. And I used this program that pulled up the metadata for the video file. And on there, back in the day, people didn't like block their GPS coordinates and stuff on their camera because it was a new thing that it would do that. So I'm able to pull that data off the video. And, and when you put it into Google Maps, it goes right to the swimming pool at her apartment complex. So I know that the video was shot right there at the pool. And I know that there's no way she edited it. And in the video, you can see that there's no one at the pool, you know? So it's really strange. It's almost, you know, you talk about like an EVP. It's like, where's this laughing and this groaning sound? I mean, but like you guys are saying, who would believe me? It's so easy to, to fake that. It sounds, it sounds fake. It actually sounds like a sound effect from a Halloween record or something, you know, like a Halloween sound effects, but I know it's not. And I've even challenged everybody like, Hey, if you can, you know, there's a bounty. Like if you could find this sound effect, send it to me, you know, cause I know it doesn't exist, but, sure. uh, anyway, so yeah, but that's, I get what you're saying. Yeah. These days it's so easy to fake video and audio. I mean, you just can't believe anything. Even if you did see some, even if it was authentic and real, yeah, people would, would not believe you. Well, especially for us now, if you, you know, you told us to go camping down there, if we went camping and we actually caught something and the show that we actually do, people are going to be like, ah, these guys are, you know, just trying to get some uh, subscribers. <laughs> these guys got a pinata on a cable and they're flying it between the trees. <laughs> oh yeah. So we, phenomenal. We should create something now, like some kind of Halloween prop. Well, we did have that ghost that would go on the string. Yeah, I still have it. Yeah. I set it up every Halloween. Yeah. You've got a ghost I, on the string over there? Yeah, so there's, it's a motion sensor. You just put it on, and when people walk past it, like this ghost zips by on the string. Yeah, it's like a clothesline. Yeah. Oh, cool. It, just, it makes a noise effect. Maybe we should make that. Maybe we should actually patent that no, and make it for uh, the Jersey Devil. Why yeah. do you guys have a ghost and not the Jersey Devil flying by? No one makes it. Yeah. <laughs> no one makes it. We, we actually have, um, well, my buddy that we had on a podcast recently, he's actually making us a painting. And part of it's going to be the Jersey Devil. But we don't really have anything Jersey Devil in the studio. Yeah, I mean, that's not like, I guess like you, it's like the biggest thing that Jersey's known for. But like in Jersey, there's so many other like folklore and legends that push actually the Jersey Devil aside. Plus, huh. I think that's yeah, what I was just saying. the way it looks so, I, mean, I mean, I'm getting from you guys, like I'm not getting this uh, feeling that the Jersey Devil's real big, you know. No, we got we got so many other like legends. Like you have the Devil's Tree, you have Dancing Jesus at the cemetery, you have Gravity Hill. Um, by us, there's like a Whippoorwill Road, which is supposedly haunted because 
like the KKK did um, like meetings there. There was like an old uh, slaughterhouse there. It's like a very creepy road. Um, then also you got the spy house. Matt's big into that one. That's supposedly like one of the most haunted houses in America. Um, what else do we have? There's yeah, there's tons of stuff. Even like there's been a whole book written on Bigfoot in in Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey Bigfoot. Even uh, the show Finding Big- Bigfoot went down to the Pine Barrens to look for Bigfoot themselves. Supposedly they caught it, but I don't see it. <laughs> yeah, like like Ghost Adventures, where you're uh, the you're they show you they're in a dark room with a flashlight, and you know it's like someone throws a marble on the other end of the room, and they all run out of the room. <laughs> That's what I yeah. think when I hear that, you know, they freak out from a sound and it's like, you just can't capture it. It's too easy to fake that, you know? It's and, true. and I've spent so much time, I mean, you know, in places, I've spent a lot of time in places that are supposed to be haunted and, and I've even been to places where people say, oh, it's super haunted and I just don't, I'm not seeing it. I'm not feeling it. You know, I have, I've had some weird stuff happen. Do you guys, you guys talk about shadow people at all? We haven't done an episode on that. So, yeah, so, so get this, I'll share my shadow person story because it's not a whole episode, but, um, so people talk about shadow people and I've never seen a shadow person and I just recently moved into a new house and it's not brand new, but it's new to, to us. And there's a window that faces, you know, right at my desk where I'm at right now. And I was just staring out the window as I was kind of working on something and I saw, the image of a person, but like a shadow, you know, no definition of a person, just the shape of a person walk by. And, Mm. and it was, um, it was convincing enough or it was interesting enough that I got up out of my chair immediately and walked outside and looked down the side of the house to see if there was anyone there. If, you know, I was catching it out of the corner of my eye or something. But then I realized that, you know, the window was a reflection that could have been right behind me. And then, and this is, that's freaky. Yeah. But this is, it gets, so it gets a little creepier. So my son who's seven, um, said to me, and this is unprompted. I didn't ask him anything. He just walked up to me a few days later after that had happened. And he said, uh, dad, this house is haunted. And I said, why do you say that? And he said, because I see people, but they're dark. They're just like a, he said, a shadow. And I said, okay, where'd you, where'd you see that? Where'd you see a shadow? You know, he said, I've seen him in the living room right here. And he walked over and he showed this other. I said, okay, well, I believe you, but I haven't seen anything like that. But it was just totally unprompted that he would say that to me. He doesn't listen to the show. I don't do it around the kids. You know, I mean, kids are into video games. They see all kinds of crazy stuff, but... You know, I don't know what prompted him to come up and say that to me, you know, just out of the blue. So I we talked the- about that on one of our shows, um, how we think that little kids are more open and perceptive to things because they're, they're not like not imagination, but they don't have like a closed mind like most adults do. Right. Like they're open to anything because I used to see stuff in the house. Yeah. You want to tell oh, in really? that story? Which which one? I mean, because you never told like Greg never told me any of this growing up. I mean, I learned this from like what my mom used to tell us. You know, like me stories. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, Greg has had these experiences. I was like, really? I mean, it was much older. I wasn't little too, but 
you know, when I got older and I, you know, my mom was like, all right, you're into all this stuff. Like Greg's had some experience supposedly. Huh. Yeah. Like I used to, um, like the way my bed was set up in my room when I was growing up, it would face like, as soon as like I would open my eyes, um, you would look right into the hallway, um, of our house that connected all the bedrooms. And mostly like every night I would open my eyes and see people like walking in the hallway. Now, I don't know if I was half dreaming or half sleeping still, but right. Like I would see them. And I also, the room that we're actually doing the podcast in right now with you, our grandma used to, this is like an apartment, um, attached to the house and she used to live here. She died here. And I used to see her and like smell her in here huh? like years after she died. Wow. Yeah. See, I never, so like, when you say up, see her, wait, when you say that you would see her, mm-hmm. do you mean like a transparent, translucent image of her? Do you mean a full solid image of her? Like a, a real person that would fade away or, or what would you yeah, see? Almost like a, yeah. Like a real person that would fade away. So you would look and you would see her. Now, did she seem to see you too? Like this was a, she was interactive. Yeah. She would look at me. Oh, so this wasn't like they talk about a ghost where you see a ghost that is kind of replaying something that's happened. This is like, uh, like she came to see you. Yeah. Almost like she came to see me and I would get like a real strong smell of her. Yeah. You know, my grandmother died not too long ago and, um, my mom was at her house sort of like cleaning up, you know, just going through stuff to prepare to rent the house out. And she would get uh, a real strong whiff of the perfume that my grandmother would wear, you know, and this was well after the, the, the house had aired out well, you know? So yeah, yeah the, the thing about the smell, I, I, I hear that a lot. Well, me and Matt, um, I don't know if you're, you're familiar with the show ghost hunters, yeah, but um, there's a prison that's in New Jersey, supposedly a haunted prison that's in New Jersey that did, did a case on. It did an episode, and we went there to investigate, and we actually had an experience in in the prison. What happened? Yeah, that was actually it's right on the border of the Pine Barrens. It's uh, Burlington, uh, the Burlington prison. It's now a museum. Anybody can go there. And we were out there in the, where the gallows were. So we're out in the back courtyard. And just like any other prison, if anybody's been to Eastern State, I mean, you could rattle off the names where they have like 30-foot walls. Yeah, cement, concrete walls, like surrounded the whole place. So you would have to walk through the front door to actually get to this, you know, backyard, uh, like courtyard area where the gallows were. And we were walking around the gallows, and you would almost smell like a cigar type smell, like as you were walking, like almost somebody was walking in front of us, taking a hit of the cigar, you know, blowing it out to smoke. And we would walk through like that puff of smoke. And then you would walk, smell nothing, everything's fine. And then like another few feet, all of a sudden you would get that cigar smell, like almost like a sweet cherry 
smell. Yeah, and it lasted for, I would say, like a good 10 minutes. Yeah, we were walking around the whole thing. And we were like, we can't explain this. And that, and one Wait, of the reports was... You guys were by yourself or you were in a group, like a guided tour? Well, no, we were by ourselves. So th- there was people inside the actual like prison, the building. Yeah, we were just we, walking we, around. We were the outside. only ones outside in the back by the gallows at this time. Because oh. we were looking around, like our first thought was like, all right, who's here? Is there like a cigarette that or like a cigar on the floor that's still lit? We were, we were looking for everything. And then when we finally came, you know, in and told like the group, you know, like even on like the show Ghost Hunters, that was one of the reports that's been reported there. And there's nothing there. Like there's a makeshift like recreation of the gallows. But then the rest is just kind of like open. And then there's 30 foot walls. So it's like. That was real freaky. Yeah, it's like this smoke couldn't jump the wall and then like somebody yeah. on the other side smoking and then all of a sudden plop down like, you know, puffs of smoke, you know, as we're walking around this thing. Yeah. So yeah. that was like the only experience we had when we were there. But other than that, no, yeah, but we, that's, we, couldn't, we couldn't explain it. Yeah, that's a legit experience though. I mean, you know, if you don't, and, you know, there's a story about Walt Disney at Disneyland. Um, there's a club called Club 33. It's a private club, if you guys are familiar with it. But no. you have to, there's like a 10-year waiting list. You got to pay like 15 grand first-year dues and stuff. It's pretty pretty uh, exclusive. But there are stories of people smelling cigarette smoke in that room. And I guess Walt Disney was like one of the... I guess a lot of people smoke, obviously a lot of people smoked back, you know, when they built Disneyland in the fifties, but, um, he smoked a particular brand of imported cigarettes. And so, uh, people reported smelling the smell of the cigarette smoke in his apartment at Disneyland. And then also in that club 33. So yeah, I think, you know, phantom smells. Yeah. Phantom smells are, are probably one of the, you know, experiences that people, people experience more than seeing something or hearing something. Well, that's some of the stuff that really like keeps us going, you know, like how do you explain some of this stuff? Yeah. Like, you know, what people see, like, we'll never know, but you know, when you have experiences, you know, like as G did when he was younger and then even when we got older and experienced and stuff like that with the puff of smoke or anything. Yeah. I really wish I had more personal experiences myself, but I don't. Yeah, I mean the way we try to think about it is logically, like, okay, what could it what could it possibly be? How can we possibly explain this away? Yeah. And when you can't, you know. Well, I'll give you an example. So, you know, I told you about my son telling revealing to me about these like uh, shadow people, right? That he that he sees in this house. Um, not too long at we've only lived here three two and a half months, so you know, I've only been here for, you know, you know, short period of time, but, um, there was an evening when I was working on my computer and everybody was asleep and it sounded like people were walking around. This house has a, like a wood floor. It's not an old wood floor. It's probably six years old, but it's noisy. You know, when you walk on this floor, it's, it's noisy. And so, um, I kept hearing people walk. It sounded like someone was walking by me, by me. And I actually got up and looked around and everybody was, back in their bedrooms asleep, you know, but I'm just putting two and two together right now that, you know, I hear that it sounds like some, like multiple people walking around in this place when I'm just sitting here in my chair by myself. So, you know, are those rodents up in the ceiling or something? I don't know. Could be. Does that freak you out? 
You know, it did. It did freak me out because I was sitting here and I'm thinking, you know, what the hell is that? Like, why does it sound like people are around me? And so uh, when my son said that he sees multiple people that are just these dark shadow kind of things, um, you know, I'm kind of putting that together right now. And then I actually saw, like I said, I didn't, I saw the shadow thing go, the reflection in the window before he told me about that. So then this was like four days ago, he told me about that. And then two days ago, I put this new in my office. You saw it, Matt. It had the skull on it. That's a new bookcase that I got to kind of put some of my cool magic uh, effects and some stuff that I have, just like artifact type stuff. I got this little bottle of Sasquatch hair from the 60s on there. But uh, anyway, so I've got all that kind of stuff. And so I was standing, you know, just off to the right. And um, my son said to me, dad, you know how I said about the people I see? And I said, yeah. He said, I just saw someone walk up and look at that skull that you have there and then just back out and disappear. And I, was, awesome. and I was like, really? Like right now you just saw that? And he looked at me and he said, yeah, I just saw. I said, where? Show me. Walk up to it. We walked up to the space. I said, you're not afraid of these? He's like, no, I'm not scared. It's not scary. So <laughs> if I was you, what I would try to do is like either, you know, video record or like put like a voice recorder down and see if you can actually capture. Yeah. Put one right by your bed when you're sleeping. See if anybody <laughs> like, you know, no, like I, I would do that. Cause like sometimes you can't hear with the naked ear. You no. know, these people, these people may be talking, who knows, you know, so, so I, I have a thought on that when you're saying you can't hear, cause I've had uh, my first show, I had a paranormal investigator and he kind of co-hosted some uh, shows, but you know, he was talking about EVPs and, you know, lots of people, you know, say, Oh, you know, there was no sound when I was recording. And then I came back and I heard someone talking, you know, and <clears throat> You know, just, I don't know if you guys are privy to how electronics work, but I mean, a microphone captures the sound waves that are in the air, turns it into electrical signal that then gets recorded onto tape or now digital. But the bottom line is if there, you know, if there is something in the air that the recorder captures, the only way it can get onto that device is if there were sound waves that hit the microphone diaphragm, just like the mics we're using right now. And if that's the case, then we should hear that too. Like there's no way that our ears would not hear that because that's exactly how our ears work, right? So the microphone diaphragm and our ear diaphragm are doing the same thing. So, you know, I don't know about that, about just, you know, how could a recorder record something that we can't hear? You know, now I totally believe that, you know, if there was a sound without a body in a room and you could hear it, at the, that the recorder would record it as well. You know, I, I'll, I'll buy into that all day long, but mm-hmm. just not sure about, you know, how could this information get onto tape or onto a digital file unless there was sound pressure waves that were picked up because that's what sound is and that's what the device records, you know? And it's not even like if you said, oh, well, maybe it's at a frequency that we can't hear. Well, then we couldn't hear it on the recording either, you know? No, I get that. Maybe so. it's at like a, uh, a decibel level, though, that we can't hear. That's the, only su- that's the only suggestion that I would say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't get that. Yeah, I was I was talking to a lot of people too when when I was, you know, really obsessed with some of the ghost hunter shows and and talking to people that are really into audio because we have a, a good friend who's, you know, first started out in the audio business. 
And uh, I was talking to him, and a lot of stuff he said, yeah, a lot of it he believes is really fake. Other than that, he like can't really explain because, like you just explained, he said the same exact thing. So it's one of those. I don't know. Maybe science will prove it eventually. Right. Maybe we don't really have the capability of understanding or really hearing it, or we just don't know yet. Yeah, I think I think the thing is, is I think scientifically we do know. You know, like like they've explored all aspects of sound. You know. So yeah, I, but but yeah, I have yet to have, you know, um, aside from like I said, my sister's thing that happened. You know, she said she didn't hear it, but the recorder heard it. You know, so I don't know, strange stuff. You know, but that's yeah, maybe it's it, it's some of the times you know we're not really paying attention to it or we're not really listening. I mean, I know ghost hunters. You know, they ask a question and they're waiting for it and then they don't hear it and then they hear it on the recorder. It's like all right. Yeah. yeah, but maybe like we just tune it out because there's no one in the room, so we don't think about anything, you know. Or, know. or like I said with my situation, I actually am hearing the sound of people walking around on this floor. See, yeah. I would record that. I, I would have, love to hear that. Yeah, can you record that? I would love to hear that. Yeah, so I mean, I, I could just turn my microphone on and hit, like, pull up a recording program and let it record all night long. Uh, the problem Shit, is, I mean, the only way to say though is that you know people do get up in the night and use the restroom sure. or go to the bathroom, but you know, just um, tell your whole family to like yell their name when they get up. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's Billy. Right, exactly. Yeah. Do yeah. Your, does your family get freaked out about this? No, because I mean, no, no, no one's really. My son has only said it to me. I haven't told his mom or his sister. And, That's messed up. And then. Um, you know, we had some stuff at the last house we lived at too, which I th- I don't know if we talked about it, but um, my yeah, wife, we did. yeah, my wife heard. You know, she heard someone say "Hey" right in her ear, and my daughter heard that also, and um, you know, she thought it was me, and it wasn't me because she saw she turned and she thought she saw the motion of a body go around a corner, and uh, then I came out of a different part of the house. So she was like, whoa, I thought that was you. And she said, you didn't come up and say hey in my ear? And I said, no, I was, you know, back in the workroom or whatever. So, yeah, so we've heard stuff. But uh, this house doesn't feel as creepy. The last house I had kind of had reservations about. <laughs> like, you know, a lot of weird stuff has kind of happened here that, you know, you know, if you just don't pay attention to it, you know, just let it go. You know, like the first, I didn't think, paranormal when i heard the footsteps around me i thought you know is there like mice in the roof or something or you know it just didn't didn't register with me right away but now all yeah, of a sudden squirrels run around yeah i mean there's all we live near a canyon there's all kinds of animals that could be around but i've heard it multiple times it's not like just one night i've heard it multiple times late in the night when everyone's asleep so but yeah i'll record i guess i could record and see what happens but Anyway, so this shadow person thing, though, I'll keep an, I'm going to keep an eye on that. But I was standing there when he said that, when my son said that he saw the person go and look at the thing on the counter or on the bookshelf. That would give me the chills. Yeah, when he said that, I was standing right there. So I'm looking, too, and I didn't see anything. So I don't know. But. Yeah, I gotta have an experience. I really want to have an experience. <laughs> I, hope, I hope your first experience is, is like, mind-blowing. I hope so too. Then you know. just come here and you just never want to do the show again. Yeah, I canceled because <laughs> you're too freaked out. You know, and the problem is, is when it happens, you're gonna you'll remember it, but then you'll start to I don't know I don't know about you, G, and the stuff that you saw, but 
you know, some of the things I've had, I just question like, God dang, did that really happen? You know, was it, was that for real? Because it's so unexplainable. You just start to question yourself, you know? Yeah, you really do. So, but anyway, yeah, that's, that's kind of crazy. Well, yeah, hopefully something happens soon, man. I want you to see the Jersey devil. You guys need to go do a camp out and stream it live. I guess you couldn't stream it. There's no cell cell service out there. No, probably I not. guess it depends yeah. on really where we are, but we could definitely go out there with our GoPros and cameras and everything else and shoot some video one day. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we could do like a leading up to Halloween. Yeah. that was. Uh, we always wanted to do, I don't know if you heard this famous tale from 1938, Orson Welles, War of the Worlds. You mean the, the famous one, the attack where the world gets attacked? Oh yeah. That happened right here in New Jersey. <laughs> we have a whole we have a whole monument to that. Oh wow! Okay, and that happened right around Halloween, October thirtieth. Oh, cool! Yeah, so, that's cool. Yeah, there's, there's there's plenty of stuff. I would definitely love to do a camp. Like even well, same with Jaws. Camp. Jaws happened here in New Jersey, like the real life Jaws. It's true. <laughs> Jer- did it? Jersey's Jersey's known for this stuff. Yeah, nineteen sixteen, we did a whole episode on it. Yeah, oh, okay. um, basically, like the uh, there was basically five victims. Um, across like three separate incidents that happened along the Jersey Shore, um, and they call that like the real life Jaws. Wow! Yeah, we have plenty of stuff. So there, there's there's going to be plenty of camping nights for sure, and stakeouts, and all this other good roasted some marshmallows. I think it'd be just cool to go down there and, and camp out. Maybe we should really do it. Look at a like something decent cabin, and then like at night just walk as far as we can. Dude, the, the only thing I, the only thing near here that I could possibly do that is this area called Quest Haven, and it's this um, this area kind of tucked back in. If you guys have never been out here, San Diego has a lot of canyons, um, so you know neighborhoods sit on top of you know plateaus that you know have canyons in between them and stuff, and a lot of those canyons have freeways and roads going through them, but. There is this one area uh, that feels really remote, even though it's not really too far. I mean, I could be there in 20 minutes. Um, and this, that road is spooky. There's definitely a lot of tales. I mean, when I was in middle school, kids talked about going out there. And we went out there when we, when we got our licenses and we could drive. And we drove out there, and it's, you know, it's this creepy little road. And... What happens is the trees sort of grow over the road, so it's real dense with trees over the road. And we don't have a lot of places that look like that, so you kind of go into this dark area, and it's in the back of your mind that, you know, there's this lady in white on a horse out here, and, you know, there's this occult that does these sacrificial things going on, these rituals out out in the area. And you start to go down this, this pathway in the dark when it's kind of you know, foggy night or whatnot. And, um, your mind starts to play tricks on you, you know, but what is scary about driving down the road is that the trees get narrower and narrower so that all of a sudden you can't turn around. So like when you first start on the road, you could like turn yourself around and take off if you had to. But then as you go deeper down the road, the trees come closer and closer to the road to the point where, you really can't turn around. You just got to keep going further, you know, like power all the way through this little forest, you know? So it's pretty cool. I mean, we went out there and put some dummies up in the trees one year around Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
add to it, you know, hopefully somebody saw it and freaked out because you're spe- you're on edge, you know, when you go to a place like that, you're on edge, you're kind of, you're looking for something, you know, so. Yeah, so you should have had it on a string and when they drove by, <laughs> just let it go. So, it's, you know, go on top of their car. Yeah. Even better. Just be on the side of the road and throw it out there. Right. It's true. Yeah. We have uh, something very similar here in New Jersey down in Jackson. There's this one place where you drive down this road, but they don't, it doesn't get narrower. It all of a sudden, like branches don't grow on the inside of the trees where like, you know, you're driving. It's really weird. It's really bizarre. That's kind of like it. There's a field like that, that people talk about where there's a forest and there's no growth of trees in the middle of this big forest. In Um, Russia? Yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah, well, there was a same same thing. Destination Truth did a thing there, and that episode was very very freaky because you actually saw the guy in camera get like yanked into the woods. <laughs> I really have to start watching the show. I mean, it's over now, but yeah. Well, you can pay for it on Amazon. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm so skeptical <laughs> whenever there's a TV show like that because I mean, you could go sit for hours somewhere and have nothing happen. And it's like, what, how do these guys, every time they go out, just, you know, bam, this happens and that happens. And, you know, I mean, it's, it would be really boring TV to watch someone really try and do like investigate some paranormal thing. You know, I mean, there are people who do it on Periscope and it's just hours and hours of guys walking around an old house with a, you know, infrared night vision camera. That would be like us in the Pine Barrens. Yep. <laughs> no, man, got, I bet you guys would get attacked three or four times by the Jersey Devil out there. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, I, would, I would run. If I saw that thing, I would run. I would try to kill it. Yeah, that's the thing. Would you run or kill? I would try to kill it. I would drag oh, that thing right out of the woods. Be, I don't know. That would be... You'd be so famous. I mean, if you actually got something like that. I mean, that's the same question with Bigfoot. Would you shoot a Bigfoot? People are like, no, I wouldn't shoot a Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I would shoot the Bigfoot because it looks like us. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> you know, why would you shoot Harry? Right, right. I don't know because why? Why? Because then there would be proof. There would be. You know, there are some people who even think like Bigfoot and some of these other things like Mothman and I guess the Jersey Devil that they float between different like dimensions, you know, that they're multi-dimensional creatures. And that's why, that's why nobody can see them on these, you know, trail cams and stuff because they're too smart for trail cams. You know, they, they know about trail cams. They're the aliens. Well, like, uh, <laughs> there was a guy on, on YouTube when we did our episode on Bigfoot, he was like, Oh, there's a Bigfoot right here. I know it. Remember that guy you showed us, um, probably, like he was like he claimed that every time he can go out he could see a bigfoot because he knew where they lived. It was like total bullshit. There's a guy on a on a podcast that called in and he said he's got Bigfoot is in his uh, driveway almost nightly. It's a problem. Yeah. It's a problem. The guy's like <laughs> he's got cameras. He's like, hey, if you want to see Bigfoot, come to my house because he's he's in my yard all the time. You know, he's just like wrecking wrecking shit. You know, in the backyard. See? That would be a good episode where me and G just set up lawn chairs in the guy's driveway. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I would sit there all night. cameras on us. Yep. <laughs> have cameras on us. Let's see if Bigfoot's behind us. Yeah. I mean, I got there. there's some cool, uh, like, perimeter, um, you know, infrared, 
like sensors that you can set up. I mean, I, I've used them at my house, um, you know, so you could bring like three or four of those out and you would know if something was near you, you know, you just point one in each direction. And if anything was approaching, you would know like, okay, he's coming from the right. He's coming from the left. You know, he's coming from the right and the left. Where does this guy live? <laughs> we should, I know, you know, if you guys are close to him or I'm close to him or whatever. Yeah. That might be, uh, might be worth checking out. I'll try and track that guy down. Cause I still have, uh, it's on the confessionals podcast. The guy who does confessionals. If you listen to that one, that's awesome. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. That would be cool. But, um, <clears throat> I think that, uh, I would shoot Bigfoot. I would shoot Bigfoot. A lot of people are going to probably hate that, but you know, if you win in a fight, well, Bigfoot or Jersey Devil, who Bigfoot <laughs> I don't think the Jersey Devil would, you know, other than it trying to fly away, it probably would get, you know, tore back, tore up pretty good. Yeah. Because you got to think about, they say Bigfoot, the thing is the smell, you know. And there's this part in my house on the right side of my couch, and it smells like an animal, like exactly like what I would think a Bigfoot would smell like. And I'm like, God, what is this sound? I thought it's this, it's this smell and it's new because the couch is new and this house is new to us. And, uh, I was sitting there and I'm like, God, is that the neighbor's dog? You know, like they have some dogs, you know, the smell of a dog, like a wet dog that, you know, yeah, something, you know, or the smell of like a raccoon or something. I'm like, God is, I thought the window was open and I'm like, this is, it's gotta be the, maybe the dog's like sleep over right next on the other side of the fence or something. Then I realized, are you the guy that sees Bigfoot in his yard every day? (laughs) It's not me, but you know what? It smells like he's over there on the side of my house. So I don't you know. You got a lot going on over there. You do have a lot going on in your house, man. I know, and it's, it's it, more than us. But it's not even. I'm not even like you know. It's not like ghost hunters over here or anything. So I just wonder how many other people just blow it off. You know, like weird stuff happening. Yeah, but you guys are looking. If you heard something weird, you would know it, right? I mean, I we look. We'd like to, you know, explore. I mean, I definitely like to explore and try to find, you know, some of these things when I'm in the area. I always, you know, I'm not just intentionally going out there and just sitting in the woods, but. I don't know. We go up to Salem. You went up to Salem. You had an experience in one of the old hotels up there. I did. But that, um, wait, wait, you said you really haven't had an experience. So it wasn't not scary enough or. The one in Salem? Yeah. I guess if I, did, I don't see it, like seeing is believing, and if I don't see it, I guess I don't really know how to explain it. So you mean, like, so me, you mean you haven't had an experience of like seeing a ghost, like an apparat, like with your eyeballs? Yeah. You've smelled something at that jail, and right. then you went up to Salem, and what happened up yeah. there? Yeah, we went up after Halloween time uh, with my ex girlfriend at the time, and we stayed at this old hotel in. Uh, Salem, right, right in the town, um, at the Hartone Hotel, which was, was built in 1923. I was a bellhop. Yeah, and a creepy story, like a side note. I don't know if I, we told you this. I mean, we told it on our podcast a bunch of times. But one night we were going out to dinner, and I was just reading the things in the hallway. And through the door, it was just like another little plaque. And I was reading it, and it was talking about a bellhop that worked there in like 1925. And when I looked at the picture, I was like, holy shit, this looks exactly like my brother. And we have the picture on our website at nightmare365.com. If you just scroll to all the way to the last page or just type in Hearthstone Hotel, 
you can see the picture. It's a side by side because when we went up there one time to just visit again, uh, we had G stand next to the, the bellhop from 1925. Yeah, that's it, it's it looks exactly like me. Yeah, it's creepy. Well, but what if it was you? That would be awesome. It could have been you in a previous life. See, that's the thing when people talk about previous lives like that. I mean, I've heard um, about these kids that have gone to battlefields, you know, out there, out your way. And um, they, they feel like pain when they're on the battlefield and, and then they go to the gift shop and the same thing that happened to you, like they open a book and they're like, oh my God, there's our little kid, you know, and it looks just like the person. And it's like, oh, this guy was a, you know, used to ride a horse and, you know, he was in the infantry or whatever and you know all of a sudden you're on this battlefield and you're like feeling like you're getting stabbed in the stomach you know that is freaky there's 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 times when i've been into uh like retirement homes and i got like this feeling like i don't know i just i can't explain it like a deja vu almost it's not like a deja vu it's not like dread or anything but it's almost like the air is being sucked out of you okay so i had that experience before but just like the experience like in salem like it wasn't the experience of seeing like my brother as a bellhop, but when we're staying in one of the rooms, there's, I guess there's reports. Cause you could always flip through the guest book that they had down in the hotel. And they talk about like how many ghosts have they been seen in in the rooms and what number, you know, like room it was. And the room that we stayed at was really tiny and really small. We had the window open at night and I didn't hear it at first. But um, it sounded like somebody was snapping their fingers, like walking around the bed. Oh. And then I sat up in bed to like listen. I was like, all right, is that coming from outside? But it sounded like really, really close to the bed. And you could just hear it. And then, it, you know, it would get faint. But then like you would hear it constant walking around the bed. Wow. And then as I'm sitting up in bed listening for it, it felt like somebody sat down at the edge of our bed. Dude, and how's that not good enough for you? I, it was. It was creepy because it didn't creep <laughs> me out. It, it like at the point, like you know, my ex girlfriend, she started like crying and saying, like, we need to get the hell out of here. Oh, she you was know? up too. Wait, so there are two witnesses. This wasn't oh, just yeah, you. Yeah. No, it wasn't because she's the one who who heard the snapping first. She's like, do you hear that? And I, I'm sleeping. Like the windows open, you hear people talking outside. Yeah, you know, because it's a real small room. And, but you hear like the, the snapping and he's going around the bed and she's like, do you hear that? I'm like, kind of. And that's when I sat up in bed to like, listen for it. And then as I'm sitting, you know, sitting up listening, it felt like somebody sat down at the end of our bed and she freaked out. She's like, we're, we're leaving, you know, we're not coming back. Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. And I was like, listen, we already been here a night. Nothing happened. We're going to be fine. You don't know that. We didn't, but we were fine. You told her you're going to be fine, and then she comes back, and you've gone out, and there's a Ouija board set up, right? And you're like... <laughs> yeah, and that's when we saw Greg at the bellhop. He was downstairs walking around. Right. Like, what the hell's going on? Where, awesome. What hotel was that? Where was that? The, the Hearthorne Hotel in Salem, right right in the heart of Salem. Okay. It, it was built in the early 20s. It was actually moved from a previous spot to like where its pre- like present location is now, and... Every show, like Ghost Hunters, Ghost Adventures, all the shows actually did, you know, episodes on the hotel itself. But yeah, if you go to our page, like I said, Nightmare Three Sixty Five, you can actually, yeah, you could, <laughs> you could see. Uh, I posted pictures of it. I, I wrote a, like a little article on it. So cool. Yeah, people want to see that. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that's ever happened to me, kind of like that, 
um, is the, the time when I was talking to my girlfriend on the phone and nobody was in the house. And then I heard like these footsteps walking on the carpet. You know, if, have you guys ever been in a house with carpet and had a cat like walk and you hear the cat walking on the carpet? Do you know that sound? Yeah. 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 So it was just like that, but I didn't have cat. So it was so, um, it was so pronounced that I like dropped the phone to be able to have both ears, you know, like, cause I had a phone to my ear. So yeah. when I heard it with one ear, I was like, hold on. And I just put the phone down cause I wanted to hear it with both ears in stereo. And it sounded like somebody walking by my bed and I had in that house, I had cameras and I had a TV and I turned the TV on and I set the alarm with all the motion detectors turned on on the inside because it really sounded like someone was in my house. Like, that's how convinced I was. I'm like, set the alarm, pull up the cameras, you know, is there someone in the house? There's nobody in the house and none of the alarm sensors went off or anything. But yeah, that's, that's I'm similar. Think, like, that as more and more of the conversation goes on, there's some type of spirit that's attached to you and your family. It definitely <laughs> sounds like that. I don't know about that. I, I, don't, I don't know if I believe that. That was a long time ago. You know, thing, the things that have happened to me have happened spaced out by like five to eight years, you know, like nothing I saw or heard. I didn't see or hear anything for till I was probably like 25 was the first weird thing that happened. And then it wasn't like for another eight or nine years and then something else weird happened, you know? So it's not like some things are just going on, you know, like you, sometimes you see people and you're like, man, maybe you're just, you know, got stuff going on in your head you know no maybe you got something going on in your head where you just hear stuff that's not there you know it's true it's so possible. so in my case i mean that my all the things that have happened to me are spread way out like the last thing i had i you know that i'm not i'm putting like 10 percent into the shadow person thing i told you guys about you know like 10 percent. like i don't really believe is probably just whatever but but the the last big thing that happened, the story I told you guys last time, that was 2012. So now it's 2018. So it's yeah, been it's been now. a little while. It's been a little while, you know. Hmm. So I don't know, but um, I think that uh, you guys need to go out and do the Jersey Devil show from the Leeds Woods out there in the Pines. We can. I'll certainly go down there. You guys got to. Yeah, I think you should go and just, you know, set some cameras up and just tell stories and stories about the jersey. Like, read through, like, try and summon it, you know, in case it's interdimensional. If that's the case, then I don't want to mess with it. (laughs) Hey, it hasn't attacked anyone yet, you know. I mean, how? hey, that'd be even better. That'd be even better. Wait, if Matt came back with a big old bite mark on his neck or something, you know? from the Jersey devil, you'd be in the paper in the next day for sure. Yeah. That's when I say I'm done with all this. I'm not going to explore anything. I'm going to stay in my house. Well, yeah. So um, the Jersey devil, I don't know. Um, I'm just wondering if, uh, obviously it just doesn't get a lot of airtime, you know, it doesn't seem like it. It doesn't unless you go watch the New Jersey devils play hockey. Yeah. Yeah, or or ha- Halloween time. I mean, it's that's a hard costume to do anyway. You know, anytime you put wings on a costume, people bump I'm gonna into. Look that up. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna see just get a horse costume and put like bat wings on it. It's Boom. easy to get the horse head. They have those horse heads available. 
Yeah, we can get old antlers from a deer, like yeah, bat wings. I wonder if that why why it doesn't get as much play because of how it looks. Probably like Bigfoot sexy, aliens are sexy. You know, yeah. like there's a devil's not. What was the? Uh, there was something that was recently found. Uh-huh. Um, I think it was in South America. Like that big, No, that big giant bat. Oh yeah, bat? yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget the name, but we'll, we'll pull it up, and I think mm-hmm. we shared it on our Instagram. But there's this bat that almost looks like a horse face and uh i I would say a mix between like a horse face and i don't know what else to really describe it as like i don't know if you ever saw like almost like a hamster or like a wombat from australia something like that yeah and then like just these massive size wings and it it almost yeah like like a gerbil hamster kind of looking like body and it, it's it's freaky. So if people, if that was actually something that was saw, you know, a sighting that was seen in New Jersey at the time, it was kind of crazy. But yeah, we had that up on our Instagram page. Let me pull it up. That was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we just don't have. <clears throat> we're just deprived down here in the Southwest. We don't have. You know, you got to go south for chupacabra. You got to go north for Bigfoot. You know, there's nothing in the desert. There should be something in the desert, wouldn't you think? I mean, there's like big, vast lands of desert. People go camping. Yes, it's, it's it, the tremors. It's kind of <laughs> giant centipede. There's a giant centipede out there. Yeah, you got to watch out. Don't go. Don't go hiking out there. Yeah, what you got to watch out for is other people. That's what's it's true. Tr- that's the real threat. The crazy people. Absolutely, people go crazy in the desert. You guys don't have desert people over there. No, we don't even know what that's like. Yeah, if you meet desert people, they're you know, does a little <laughs> something to you. You're kind of makes you unique, you know. Well, we'll we'll have to come out there and meet the desert people. You'll have to come <laughs> out here and meet the pines. All right. Okay. Hey, I'm supposed to. I potentially could be there on uh, October first, or yeah, first and second. It's a Monday and a Tuesday. In New Jersey. Um. Well. I got a conference that's in New York City, so that's close well, enough, right? Hey, well, if you're in the area, how you, far are you, you guys? My number. How go, how far are you guys from from there? It's about an hour, like car ride, depending on traffic. It's about oh, okay. like an hour and a half, like train ride. Okay, so close. That's from, not far. Yeah, from actual Midtown in in New York. Yeah. Well, we're used to driving a lot out here. Like going to LA for two and a half hours is not a big deal. So and an hour should be a piece of cake. <laughs> Some people, like in Vegas, the people who live in Vegas, uh, if you have to go more than like seven minutes in any direction, that's too far. They're like, ah, oh, no, we're not going to that casino. That's twenty-five minutes away. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> so, and there's no, there's nothing in Vegas either. You know, there's no. Uh, no legendary monsters out there in Vegas. Just a mob. You got to watch out. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, we met the mob, man. We went on a tour and this guy's like the real deal. He was, uh, he was the guy that was part of the hole in the wall gang that worked for, you know, all those famous mobsters, you know, of. so we were kind of afraid to be with him. We thought we might get shot because he's like in the witness protection program. And he was That's on, not Michael Francis, right? <clears throat> no, it's uh, Collada. I got a book signed by him. Huh. Yeah, Collada is his last name. But anyway, yeah, we thought we might get you know hit while he was on the bus with us. He had like a security car following us around. 
crazy, man. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. So if I go out there, maybe we'll all go to the woods. That'd be cool. Let's do it. How far is that from you guys to get to where the Jersey Devil's supposed to be? An hour, hour so, and 30 minutes. Yeah, it depends. No, I mean, because the Pine Barrens really starts where, you know, I live now. Yeah, so. But it depends on, you know, where in the Pine Barrens you actually really want to go. Like, just in no man's land or, you know, at some of the state parks. That yeah, been 30, seen at. so that's like 30 minutes away from us. Yeah. Or you can go two hours away. Ah, Okay. Well, where was it seen last time? That's where we should go. It's like 40 minutes south of us. 40 minutes south. So wait, this thing can fly. So you guys are in the fly zone. I mean, you could see this thing any night of the week, possibly. I could, yeah. We can go outside right now and see it. You guys should be sitting out on the back porch, you know? Just waiting for it. (laughs) We got to find its favorite food. Maybe it's blueberries or cranberries. Yeah, put a blueberry pie out there and see if any any of it gets eaten up. Yeah. Hey, we're down. We're down for anything. Anything cryptid, <laughs> what's you know, a, myths, legends. Yeah, what's the next uh, Nightmare 365 show? We're actually, uh, our actual podcast is going to be on Lizzie Borden, and we'll be talking about that next, do, next Sunday. Yeah, we do have Weekday Weirds come out every Wednesday, um, and we did one last week that was pretty interesting about like demonic possessions. Oh, okay. Yeah, my last show was about demonology. It was kind of interesting. I had some I had some questions for my expert uh, who does Southern demonology. He did a few shows, but um, he studied all that stuff. So we were talking about old demons, you know, the ones from way back. And I was curious yeah. how you could tell one from another because there's a bunch of them. Apparently, there's a big long list, and I'm like, you know, if something slaps you across the face, you know, and sort of like jumps into you for a second. Like, how do you know which one that was? It's true. I wouldn't know. No. <laughs> I don't think they know. They don't know. People just started writing up names and came up with a book. Yeah. Anyway. Most likely. Well, all right, guys. Um, is there anything else that we didn't cover on the Jersey Devil? Did I, like, miss a big chunk of the Jersey Devil? No. And if anybody wants to hear more about the Jersey Devil, here's a plug from us. I mean, we did an episode on it. So yeah, you guys did a whole episode. Yeah. 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 We always try to give a good mix of the history, you know, like our opinions and thoughts on it and just, you know, kind of some of the stories that go behind some of these cases. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was thinking you guys, like it would be something people were sort of more afraid of, you know, like you go out there camping and you're like, you know, worried about the thing, but it doesn't sound like it at all. It sounds like, no, uh, no, I think it has everything to do with it. Looking like that horse face. It really does. Probably. I mean, the Mothman is scarier because the Mothman is like this dark face and just red eyes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys have heard this. People love to use this analogy. I'm going I'm to use it right now, and you're going to see how powerful it is. They say when you see the eyes, it's like looking at two burning coals, deep red. We, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's cheesy, but all right. Yeah. People use that one a lot. I've heard that I've, there was a guy that was on my show and they saw something under a bridge that had eyes that looked like two glowing coals as well. So can't explain some of this stuff. But yeah. yeah, you really can't. Could could be Mothman though. It's a possibility because how many flying creatures could there be? You know, I mean, just think about the odds on that. You know, what are the chances there are two? Have you guys heard about pterodactyls flying around? 
Yeah, we there was there was something like years back. I think like the famous photograph from like the Civil War has always floated around where they shot down a pterodactyl. <laughs> I didn't hear that. You never saw that picture? Look that up. Type in Civil War and ter- uh, pterodactyl. Okay, it's, it's pretty interesting. Okay, I'm gonna check to that, see out. that. That photo, say the least, for sure. <laughs> Oh man, that's crazy. All right, guys. Well, um, yeah, you guys ready to wrap this up? Yeah, man. Uh, I think we're at an hour and a half. So, uh, we did uh, a lot of talking about hour, 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, cool. Well, um, thanks for being on the show and, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe we'll have to make this an annual thing, for yeah, sure. you know, cause hey, man, uh, we enjoy this stuff. Cause we did Halloween last year and, um, you guys are, are you guys doing anything special for Halloween? Oh, we got a good Halloween episode uh, planned. We have um, Mike from Alone in the Dark podcast actually on live in the studio with us. He does his own podcast about more horror comedy, uh, like a horror, horror commentary. And then he does like top five episodes with him and his buddy, Matt. And then we also have, which we had last year, one of my favorite Halloween authors. And uh, she knows all about it, like a Halloween historian. Yeah, the history of Halloween. Leslie Bannantyne. She'll be on the show as well. Yeah, I I just listened to that episode again. Sometimes I listen to them twice because I put podcasts on right before I go to sleep. Like, it just helps me fall asleep to hear people talking. Uh, We put you to sleep. So, so yeah, and some people take that as an insult, but uh, <laughs> but no, it's not a bad thing. What it is is it's just like, you know, I'm listening and I fall asleep because uh, I stop thinking about my day and just listen to other people. But what ends up happening is I get the show in little pieces. So, you know, I like I go back and listen to it and get the rest of it and the rest of it and the rest of it. So, anyway. Yeah, that's the great thing about podcasts. <laughs> yeah, we'll be, we'll be doing our uh, Halloween episode live at 1031. In honor of Halloween mm-hmm. Eastern time, obviously. Oh wow, that's so it's cool. probably a little early for you. Yeah, well, Halloween's bit. It's going to be on Halloween Day. Yeah, it'll be on Halloween. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's well. Yeah, that'll be uh, when Start everything's wrapping Grab up. Grab a cup of coffee. Get around, you know, YouTube or listen to us live. Yeah, for sure. And watch the show. It yeah. should be a good one. Hey, and if anyone's listening, you got your own story of seeing the Jersey Devil or Bigfoot or any weird stuff out there, definitely uh, call in, or not call in, just uh, email editor at Spirits and More Radio. And I'll pass it on to Matt and G as well so you guys can uh, analyze it if uh, we get some cool stuff in. So anyway, uh, this is, I think this is, I, I hate to say this, but I think this is episode 25. <laughs> Not 26, but uh, anyway. Um, so we're going to wrap it up, man. That's it. So thanks for being on the show um, and giving all your, yeah, thanks for having us. All your input. Um, so one of you would shoot the Jersey Devil, one of you wouldn't. Is that the final consensus? Yeah, I'm, I'll, sh- I'll shoot the hell out of that. I'll okay. just watch. Hey, don't shoot it too much, man. You need to be able to look at the features of the thing. That is true. <laughs> don't let it get away. All right. Uh, thanks for listening to Spirits and More Radio. We'll catch you guys next time. We used to be number 10. Now we permanently won in the battle. Lost my finger. Mike became my arm. Pistol nozzle. It's nasal. Blood becomes warm. Tell them my easy now. Squeeze this so much. Test why cleft. See that flesh get scorned. So bad make you feel like you ain't wanting to be born, John. Tell your friends they that hell out of my lord. Chicken George became dead George. Stealing chickens from my phone. 
let the dead get you If you're my theosis, then I'm bringing all hatred Cecilia, nobody shoot me. My body's made a hand grenade The girl bled to death while she was sunk in the razor blade That sounds sick, maybe one day I'll ride the horror Blackula comes to the ghetto Jackson Acura Stevie Wonder sees crack babies Be clinging enemies in their own families Come, you know what we soon done Gun by my side just in case I got the rum A boy on the side of Babylon Trying to front like you're down with Mount Zion 